Welcome to another episode of Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer. And this week, I'm joined by AL.com's Mark Heim to discuss that bombshell report in the Houston Chronicle this week that said both Texas and Oklahoma have expressed interest in not only leaving the Big 12, but going to the SEC. This would be one of the biggest conference shakeups in college football history if it comes to fruition, and it could impact every single league in the country from the Power Five to the group of five. We'll discuss what's next for the Big 12 and whether or not Mark thinks there's any turning back from Texas and Oklahoma's perspective at this point. But as always, before we get started with today's episode, please give us an auto-download on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on right now. You'll get future episodes automatically. Left Coast Sports is on most podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, the free iHeartRadio app, YouTube and Spotify, and others. You can leave a review. We always appreciate those. And please follow me on Twitter as well. While you listen, flip over to Twitter. I'm at John Schaefer. That's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Again, at John Schaefer. So could this actually happen? Texas and Oklahoma, two of the biggest brands in the history of college football. Could they really be on the move to the SEC? Here's my conversation with Mark Heim. So, Mark, in general, why do you think now would be the time that a Texas and an Oklahoma would be looking to join the SEC? Yeah, so there are a couple reasons that come to mind. One, the college football expansion to 12 teams. They're believed that going to 12 means that there would be a better chance of more teams getting uh, into the playoff from the same conference, right? So, obviously, you look at the Big 12 perspective, you look at Texas and Oklahoma, and you think, man, if you just stay in the Big 12, you're almost guaranteed a spot almost every year. So there's a little contrarian viewpoint there. But the other thing is I think the TV deals are coming up here in the next three, four years. And, you know, what the SEC could make if you brought in a Texas and Oklahoma, I think you're talking about, uh, you know, a billion dollars. And I think what Texas is realizing is as much as they like to beat their chest about being the pride and joy of the Big 12 and having that Longhorn network, that Longhorn network, I think, from a monetary standpoint, just isn't getting it done. So uh, Texas and Oklahoma, they reached out to the SEC, not the other way around. And so if you're the SEC, you have to at least listen, because if you don't, somebody else will. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. First of all, are Texas and Oklahoma, in your opinion, linked to each other? Or is there a scenario where, at the end of the day, a Texas could go independent or elsewhere, or maybe Oklahoma could make that decision as well? Yeah, I don't think they're necessarily linked. In fact, I think a lot of, if you remember when uh, Texas A&M left the Big 12 and even Nebraska left the Big 12, the reason was because it was Texas. I mean, they, they got tired of Texas kind of throwing their weight around. And so I think there are a lot of folks that would would perf- would see a scenario or might even prefer a scenario where Oklahoma does their own thing. But the flip side is, you know, there's that rivalry. You want to keep that rivalry together. And, and quite frankly, uh, from, on a, on a, from a football perspective, a college football perspective, it's, it's Oklahoma, then Texas right now. You know, we've been talking about when Texas is going to get back, and we're still waiting. So I, I think right now when you talk about premier matchups, if this were to happen tomorrow, and it's not. But if it were, I mean, you'd be talking about Oklahoma versus Oklahoma versus this one, not necessarily Texas. Is there any reason to believe that if it actually went to a vote, the SEC wouldn't vote to allow those two schools to join? Well, I mean, Texas A&M has been very adamant here, their athletic director, uh, over the last 24 hours about not wanting Texas to come into the SEC for very selfish reasons, right? They broke away from Texas. They have a footprint in that state that Texas, Texas can't replicate with the SEC. On the other hand, 
Brent Zwarnberg, um, Brent Zwarnberg from the Houston Chronicle, who I had on my show uh, earlier today, specifically reported that uh, the SEC could make an announcement in the next couple of weeks, that this could all go down in the next couple of weeks, which tells me they're further down the road than the exploratory kind of option here. I think they're all in. And I think what happens is I think Greg Sankey will get all these guys in a room, all these universities, and it'll wind up being reported that it was unanimously voted on. I, I don't think you'll see any dissension once it gets to that point. If this goes through, what comes of the other schools that are in the Big 12? Would they be gobbled up and poached by other leagues, or would they potentially expand to some of the programs maybe outside the Power Five to, to the Group of Five to keep a Big 12 alive? Yeah, it's a great question. So they're actually the athletic directors of the Big 12 are meeting uh, later this afternoon or this evening. It has just been reported. And so I think that's what I think if you're the Big 12 and you're smart, you're going to start courting some other schools as soon as possible. Because at this point, if I'm a member institution in the Big 12 and I see and somebody invites me to a power five, what is now a power five, I, I have to dance, right? I mean, I, you just can't take that risk. If I'm the ACC, for instance, I'm on the phone with Notre Dame. We already had the, 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 the you know, the run here last year, uh, the, the, the test drive last year. Uh, let's do this full time and, and then grab somebody else. I think it's, it's, I think everybody's just scrambling for a spot now. Who are some of the schools that are just outside the power five that would possibly come up in your opinion from the big 12's perspective i mean we hear about boise and ucf i'm in san diego where san diego right. state is building a brand new stadium um, obviously byu has been an independent uh, are those the types of programs you would envision the big 12 might try to court if they do try to expand yeah i i do and and i think what we've learned over the years as we've talked about expansion now for almost a decade um is that it's not so much the priority isn't so much what you can bring to on the field success year in and year out, right? That comes in cycles, but what's your brand? What's your footprint? What markets can you get into? What fan bases can you bring in? So I think the bigger, the, and that's why quite frankly, Notre Dame is so popular, right? I'm not telling you, you don't know, it's not so much their on field success, which has just been average or mediocre over the last 10 or 12 years. It's that footprint. It's that national audience in that market. So I think when you're looking at it from a standpoint of, of conferences, that's what you're looking for. It helps that you can win and be competitive on the field. But, I mean, Texas, you know, can you imagine Texas bringing that image and that brand to the SEC, which is already the premier conference in the country? Uh, it's it, There's not another conference that could match it. You almost wonder, are we heading to a scenario where the SEC almost breaks away from the other power leagues? <laughs> 16 yeah. teams in that league have their own... Yeah champion i mean obviously right. we have an sec championship game and we have other championship games in the power of leagues but are we at a point where the sec could even go beyond 16 or put themselves in their own group that is separate from the other power leagues no i'm you know i've learned here in college football over the last couple of weeks with nil becoming a thing never say never right you, you, i don't think 10 years ago if you if you told somebody that college athletes would make money off their name image and likeness and you told them that was going to happen you, they probably would have they probably would have kicked you to the curb and, and here we are. So I, I don't want to say a definitive no, but it, you know, the next step is, you know, four 16 team super conferences. Right. And so if in this 12 team playoff scenario, six of them are coming from the SEC, maybe you start wondering, 
you know, does the SEC do its own, you know, postseason thing? And, and, you know, the NCAA and Mark Emmert's already kind of waved the white flag as far as having some big national entity that regulates college football. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a own possibility. I'm not sure I would have said that a few weeks ago, though. It's amazing because 10 years ago, remember the Pac-10 at the time was so close to becoming the Pac-16. They ultimately yeah. became the Pac-12. Are they completely out of the conversation or could other leagues maybe get involved? When you, when you see what's going on publicly between Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC, could the ACC try to court at the last minute? Could the Pac-12 get, invo- get involved in that conversation? I think they can. I get the suspicion, and I don't know this for a fact, but I get the suspicion that Texas and Oklahoma are too far down the road with the SEC right now. You know what I mean? I just, I, this just, they didn't just come up with this yesterday. This has been in the works now for a while. Uh, I, I do think it's possible, and, and as it's being reported, that Texas and Oklahoma reached out to the SEC. Is it possible that Texas and Oklahoma also reached out to the Pac 12? To the, to, the, to the Big Ten, maybe, or even the ACC. I think it's possible. But, yes, to your point, if, if, if I'm the commissioner of any conference right now, I'm calling, I'm calling Texas. I'm calling Oklahoma. I'm saying, look, if this whole thing doesn't work out, this is what we can offer you. And, absolutely, I'm making a pitch. All, all I can say is no, right? I mean, what, what's the worst that can happen? But, yeah, absolutely. I think things are going to get crazy here in the next couple of weeks. I think currently the Big Ten still reigns arguably supreme in terms of TV dollars over the SEC. And I know that could change in the coming years, and that certainly would change with Oklahoma and Texas. How concerning should the Big Ten be or how concerned should the Big Ten be if these moves come to fruition in the SEC? Yeah, I I think it's just a question of do you try to keep up with the Joneses, right? Is The trend will now be, well, they've added to – do we need to start adding? Do we need to get to 16? And if so, where do you go? And look, I, you know, we talk about the ACC, that test drive with them. But really, before that test drive happened, Notre Dame, from a football standpoint anyway, seemed like such more, much more of a natural fit for the Big Ten, right? They played mostly a Big Ten schedule anyway. They're more in that geographic footprint. So, yeah, I mean, if I say the ACC should call Notre Dame. If I'm, if I'm the Big Ten, I'm calling Notre Dame, too, and I, I'm getting that locked up. But, yeah, I, you know, from a, it's, it's an ego thing, too, right? So this is, this is the best part of it for me, right, as a radio guy and, and hearing fans. All year, it's, man, the, the SEC uh, from outsiders is they get too many teams in the college football championship uh, or the playoff, and there's SEC fatigue. Um, they don't deserve that many. They're not that good. And then, you know. SEC fans are like, well, Texas and Oklahoma aren't good. Look at their schedule. They don't play week in and week out in this conference. They need to, they need to do that. Well, now we're going to find out, right? Now Texas is basically waving the white flag saying, we were wrong. We can't carry a conference. Our network isn't nearly as good as we had hoped it would be or lucrative. And, and now we're bowing down and we're saying, here, take us, SEC. Mm-hmm. And so now I think that dynamic, which has once been SEC Big Ten, I think shift more that way, right? So now – um, you know, the Big Ten likes to, to, to pound its chest about Ohio State. And for, from their perspective, they're ex- expecting Michigan and Jim Harbaugh to get there at some point. Although if he hadn't gotten there by now, I'm not sure he's going to, right? So, so you know, I think the SEC certainly has the Big Ten in their crosshairs. Does, does, does Big Ten have anything left in the barrel to, to, to retaliate? I, I don't know. I mean, where do you go? You can't get much bigger than Oklahoma and Texas when you start siphoning teams off of other Power Five conferences. Yeah, there's no question about that. You're, you're in the state of Alabama. So what is the reaction among fans of 
Alabama and Auburn about the possibility of the SEC adding these two programs? I think there's general curiosity more than anything. I think because it's just become a story here in the last 24 hours, I think people are still trying to wrap their heads around it. Uh, I, I think people love the idea of, of playing a Texas right now, especially with Steve Sarkeesian over the former Alabama offensive coordinator. And, and the fact that it was uh, Nick Saban's win over uh, Texas uh, for that first national championship that really started this run. And because it's, you know, it's still Texas, but I, uh, you know, I think what people need to be cautious about is these things run in cycles, right? Nick Saban's 70 years old or there uh, are close to it. How much longer is he going to do this? What's going to happen with Alabama after uh, Nick Saban steps down and, uh, you know, in, in five or six years, you might be saying, oh, man, we got Texas and Oklahoma on the schedule this year. Yeah. You know, while, you know, the shoe, shoe's on one foot now, it could be different in, in, in five or six years. Still, I think there's general curiosity. I think to some degree there's some excitement. And I think people really enjoyed the strictly not the, the strictly conference only schedule last year. Big games every week. Uh, I think people got a taste for it. Lastly, Mark, what does your gut tell you? Is this going to be like 2011 where you had dominoes falling and you had this seismic shift in college athletics? Or is this going to be ultimately smoke but not really any fire out of this, uh, out of this story? Well, I, I think there's certainly fire here with this, right? Or else I don't think we've gotten to this point. Now, whether or not they pull that trigger, um, I don't know. My guess is, and it's just a guess, I think it's going to wind up happening. Now, it's not that we're going to see Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC next year. I mean, they may agree to it at some point this year, and they have to sort through TV contracts and scheduling, and you know how that works. Uh, but I could see it happening. And like I said earlier, if it doesn't, if, if, if this doesn't happen, then you know the word's out, and all these conferences are going to be like shark-infested waters here and, and going after any and all teams and trying to set up. If, if at some point that 16-team super conference was going to happen, I think, if anything, this has accelerated that process. Never a dull moment in college football, certainly not in the SEC with this latest involving the potential of expansion with Texas and Oklahoma. Mark, always great to catch up. Thanks for your time today. Really enjoyed it. Hey, John, thanks so much. Enjoyed it anytime. Have a great one. Thanks again to Mark for joining us today. He's an outstanding voice on the SEC and college football in general. And if you're a college football fan, make sure to check out his work at AL.com. That's AL.com. Believe it or not, we're just over a month away from this upcoming college football season. Also, this reminder, don't miss the best high school football games from this past year with Classic Game Time. That's Fridays on Your View. Classic Game Time this summer only on Your View. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and auto-download future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast on right now. You can leave a review. And if you don't mind, follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer. That's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R at John Schaefer. For previous episodes or more information about Left Coast Sports, you can visit yourview.com. That's Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com. Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com. We thank you for listening, and we'll catch up again next week right here on Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer.